Adam McGuire is here now with the business news. Adam, retail and struggling shops are your no? That's right, yeah. Yesterday, M&S announced it was to close two of its Irish outlets, one in Dublin city centre, one in Drogheda. That adds to a number of, of store closures across the retailers. British business, which were announced earlier this year. Meanwhile, Body Shop's UK arm entered administration yesterday, putting up to 2,000 jobs there at risk. The Irish shops are understood to be unaffected, but it does really highlight the challenges uh, facing retail, uh, and it continues to face them post-lockdown. Damien O'Reilly is lecturer in the School of Retail and Service Management at the Technology University Dublin. He joins me on the line now to discuss this. Uh, Damien, we've seen other sectors bounce back from the pandemic and from those lockdowns, but how has it been for, for bricks and mortar retail? Are they continuing to struggle? Uh, good morning, Adam. Yeah, uh, bricks, and, bricks and mortar retail um, are doing reasonably well in that the uh, the, uh, the sales were up in December and up in November. And, um, you know, it's not a reflection of, uh, it's just kind of, What's happening in the market, and then there's natural uh, progression in the market and natural fallout in the market, and that means that um, some of the companies that uh, would have been would have been traditional companies, the likes of you said, the Body Shop, for example, uh, for example, it was the uh, the kind of the the flagship of the you know teenagers and so on in the 70s and 80s, and then what happened is it got bought over by uh, L'Oreal, and uh, L'Oreal know how to run brands, but they don't know how to run retail. Uh, that was one of the issues that they had. So it's just kind of a natural progression. And, you know, what, what ended up happening is that um, people stopped buying in the, in, uh, the body shop because the brand uh, it, it wasn't suitable for younger people. It was the brand of their mum. Uh, but it was the trailblazer for championing ethical uh, trading in the 70s and 80s. And, uh, but its rivals, the likes of Lush and Rituals, have taken it to another level for the younger uh, generation. Uh, the, the, going to, to, uh, speaking, they've got uh, f- uh, four outlets here in the, sorry, seven stores here in the Republic with about 40 full-time workers. Um, and that's going to be an issue for them if it's gone into administration. You mentioned the, the fact that the, the, the brand uh, kind of lost its, its lustre. And I suppose M&S, a company I mentioned there as well, another brand that has struggled with that being seen as, as old-fashioned, but it has managed to, to maybe move on from that somewhat. And it's, it's, it's turning around, especially well, in terms of its fashion. Yeah, they've certainly moved on with the um, with the food uh, section as well, and they're trying to turn around the uh, the kind of ailing uh, uh, um, uh, drapery section and uh, the clothing section. Mm-hmm. And but it's um, uh, you know the the, the M and S had to delist uh, eight hundred products because of uh, Brexit because they're bringing in a lot of product from. Um, the UK, and that's led to a little bit of more what they call nearshoring, is basically buying Irish produce. Mm-hmm. So they're buying more Irish produce than they did previously. Um, and you know, the days when um, Brexit has kind of put a, get the kibosh on um, uh, dealing with with Ireland as a as a uh, almost a regional operation. Basically, you know, there were some differences in the jurisdictions, but basically they could essentially run the Irish side of the business as a regional operation, but they can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's become very difficult for them and they've had to kind of source uh, uh, internally what they call nearshoring is buying product locally. It, it, online was obviously one of the big winners during COVID because people couldn't get to physical shops, but is the tide turning there too and are, are online uh, retailers starting to, to struggle? 
Yeah, you can see here in Ireland uh, and in the UK, uh, especially that e-commerce sales have been down in 2023 compared to 2022. You can see then uh, for the initial figures that are coming out for January, showing sales are still going down. Um, and part of that is kind of some of the big retailers are experiencing the online, the pure play retailers are experiencing difficulties. The likes of Boohoo, for example, there was a panorama expose about that there. Uh, the end of last year, saying they had unethical trading uh, trading practices. Uh, they've had a number of senior executives leave. And they've uh, put labels uh, made in the UK on uh, products that was made in the uh, in Asia. Mm-hmm. Also, for example, ASOS, um, they're they're having serious issues with the amount of returns that they're getting. And uh, the more they shop, the more frequently customers shop with ASOS, the more returns they tend to generate as well, mm-hmm. as well as this, the kind of the trend for buy now, pay later uh, is contributing to higher volumes because people buy the product on impulse and then decide to return it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that product then gets sent to uh, um, uh, landfill. So and one of the other things is uh, um, that they've, they've noticed in the in the IMRG uh, um, survey is that people are buying warmer clothes in the UK as they're turning down the heat and mm-hmm. uh, because of the cost of living crisis and energy costs. Okay. okay. Damien Riley, lecturer in the School of Retail and Service Management at Technology University Dublin. Thank you for that.